Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Saturday, February 18th, Ian Cameron. And our Saturday guest is back with us here today. Uh, he's coming out of a sickness, an illness, not feeling his best, but he's playing through it today and starting to get back to 100%. And he's with us again after a few Saturdays away. I think he's missed the last couple. Of course, we had one Saturday where we didn't have a show because of the All-Star break. So he technically only missed uh, one Saturday. So, But happy to have him back. He's the player prop wizard. I like to call him that. Uh, here on the show, former pro hockey goalie Kevin Beach. Follow him on Twitter at Beach Body as well. Uh, Kevin, welcome back. Uh, good to have you back on your Saturday spot. Yeah, thanks, Ian. Good to be back. Uh, yeah, had some family in town. Was kind of showing them around Nashville, and then uh, of course, then you're you're burning the candle at both ends. You know, not getting your sleep. You're out and about, and uh, that's when uh, that's when the sickness strikes in. But uh, I was telling you last week, I've never never missed a day of hockey being sick before and you know you can you can play through no voice and stuff but uh when you're doing the broadcast you kind of kind of need the voice there so i had to had to skip a saturday but good to be back yeah no doubt good to be back uh good to have you back here on the uh, ice guys show uh how, how are you doing in nashville by the way now you've been down there for i think quite a few months now several maybe uh, at this point that you've been down there you're feeling comfortable you're enjoying the uh surroundings there in nashville we know it's got a great lit downtown core uh just how's the nashville experience going for kevin beach yeah it's something different every week uh i'm, I'm enjoying it uh might might hit up the after we get done with this head down to the preds game watch the the panthers are in town uh last week it was nelly nelly was in town so you never know Never know what you get. It was here, getting but, hot uh, in there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although he uh, he doesn't have it anymore, so it wasn't wasn't too hot. But uh, I, re- I recommend Whoa. skipping him if he's a in town. But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's was, lost uh, a step. Yeah, yeah. He's like no, um, town, he's like uh, uh, Ryan Suter. He's lost a few steps. Yeah, he doesn't have it. Anymore. You know, you know who's still got it? Ja Rule. Yeah. He's, wow. uh, oh yeah. So you know, if those guys come to town, uh, catch Ja Rule, but. You can leave before Nelly comes on stage. So there you go. We remember him. Holla, holla, and everybody that be leaving it up. There we go. That's my uh, jaw rule uh, impression. Don't let me get started on rap karaoke, or else the show will be five hours long. So we'll move on to hockey-related matters. Uh, just briefly on Friday night, um, it was a really good night, actually. Aside from Alex DeBrinket props, it was a really good night for me. Uh, on the uh, NHL slate last night, we had some uh, good, solid winners. The Islanders came back for me. I was, I was on the Islanders and over five and a half against the Penguins. What a weird game. Penguins dominated but lose 5-4. Just one of those games where everything that the Islanders uh, had in terms of chances went in the net. Uh, Rangers, Oilers, I took over six and a half. I know some people were concerned at seven that maybe now's the time to bet under. Not with the Rangers right now. They are an over machine. They're a uh, over dead nuts over team right now. They've got offense like crazy, especially after adding Tarasenko and how it's just lengthened the lineup. They've got great depth now all of a sudden up front, uh, scoring goals in bunches, and they come all the way back to beat Edmonton last night. Uh, Minnesota, a huge two points for them. They beat the uh, Dallas Stars. I got the draw in that game at plus 320. I was also hoping the Stars would win, but 
They end up losing in a shootout. And L.A. and Anaheim last night. Uh, L.A. with the 6-3 victory. I was on L.A. first period puck line, the over. So that game went well. Kempe scored a goal. I was on his prop. So that was a really good game for me for, for me from a betting standpoint. But what was not good was we were robbed. We were screwed out of a goalie fight uh, in that game between Phoenix Copley and John Gibson. The referee and linesman have to get the fuck out of there and let the two guys go. Clearly, you know, Gibson slapped a stick on the ice there. He wanted Copley to, you know, notice him, pay attention. And Copley was ready to throw, throw down. He was about to race to center ice to drop the mitts with uh, Gibson. And the referees and the linesmen wanted no part of it. And they made sure it didn't happen. That was very frustrating. We haven't had a goalie fight in the NHL in a very long time. I'm trying to remember, like, I think you have to go all the way back to uh, there was one with the, uh, you know, I think it was Miller and Bernier and a Sabre Leaf preseason game a long long time ago it was like jonathan bernier and ryan miller got into it I, but there it hasn't been very many uh, in the nhl and goalie fights kevin you'd get the job done in a goalie fight i'm pretty sure of it you'd be able to uh, hold your own i think it, I, think it, I think you'd be more the phoenix copley there where you'd be ready to take on somebody if the situation warranted it I've been I've been in a few. Uh, I no have, shit. I have one, yeah. yeah, I have one with the Erie Otters where I was going down to fight Steve Mason, and the uh, the referee takes me out. Um, oh, at the time, I thought he took me out pretty hard, but when you look back at the replay, uh, he barely touched me when I went down. But uh, <laughs> if I get past the ref, then yeah, goalie, look out on their end there. No, that was uh, I was I was I was hoping we would see that, and unfortunately, we got uh, robbed of it. Uh, last night and uh but definitely that was fun to uh watch and uh so so how many you said you were in one of those just that just that one time has there have there been uh, some near misses uh, in terms of you almost got into one there's been three times i've skated to their end uh one the ref took me out another one by the time i got down there everyone was done fighting and they were kind of just like standing around in a circle like when you show up to school and i just kind of joined the circle and everyone was looking at me going like what are you doing and uh, so I kind of just went up, pushed the goalie, and everyone was still looking at me. I was like, okay, I guess uh, it's embarrassing. I got to skate back down to my end. Uh, so it took a, took a two-minute minor for crossing the red line. And then uh, I had one other one with a, with a buddy, and it, it, was a, it was a pretty good show for the fans, but uh, we, we had a good time. Yeah, definitely. It, it's, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the odd laugh, the odd laugh yeah. in the middle of the fight. But, uh, and then we got kicked out. We were up sitting in the stands together watching the rest of the game. So that was a, that was a pretty fun one. Yeah. You know what the thing is too, the goalies will fight each other. Then they'll go for a cold brew and a pint after the game or down the road. And they'll reminisce on good times when we fought each other during a game. It's that, that's the way it is in hockey. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was so upset. I wanted to see it last night, but it is what it is. Didn't happen. Uh, NHL fans across the world getting uh, robbed last night that they didn't see Copley versus Gibson. Uh, all right, we've got the Saturday slate now to break down. It is a huge slate, so it's time to get down to business here. 13 games, in fact, and we will begin with the first of what is four afternoon affairs uh, here in the uh, NHL today on this Saturday. Florida Panthers, Nashville Predators, as you mentioned, Kevin, you've got some interest maybe going to this game. Florida minus 130, road favorite, six and a half the total in this one. Uh, I'm just going to keep it pretty uh, simple and straightforward here. I like Florida. Uh, minus 125. Uh, actually, it's gone up to minus 130. It's just uh, we're going to keep fading Nashville here uh, at this point in time. They're just not playing well. That was a lifeless, lethargic game against Boston. Boston's a great team, obviously, but uh, to be that poor again, uh, offense has dried up, offense has disappeared. 
Uh, it's been a rough go here for the uh, Predators now. Uh, just one win is since the All-Star break, and it came as against uh, the Philadelphia Flyers in overtime, 2-1 to one by the skin of their teeth. It was a dreadful game at home against Vegas. It wasn't any better against Arizona. And then, of course, the shutout against uh, Boston. That's three home losses. 0-3 they are here at uh, at home since uh, the All-Star break as well, this uh, Nashville team. So it's been a rough go. Uh, Florida with the uh, 6-3 win against uh, Washington. Uh, on Thursday night, they'll look to uh, keep it going here. It's worth noting, uh, Florida's come into Nashville and beaten the Predators two straight times that they have visited Music City. We'll see if that rolls on here. But really nothing more to add other than that. I think we see Florida uh, take care of business here. And the total's a tough one because certainly Florida, I'm interested in playing their games over the total. I can't say the same thing about Nashville right now with some of their offensive woes. Uh, they have struggled to put the puck in the net two goals or less in four straight games for the Predators, just six goals total uh, in those four games. So uh, nothing on the total. I do like Florida. What do you like here, Kevin, uh, Florida, Nashville? I'm in, uh, I'm in the same boat here. Um, I like the Panthers to come in and, and kind of take care of business here. Uh, the Preds have not been too impressive lately. Um, I agree on that over under total. You still got, uh, not sure if Philip, Forsberg is back in the lineup tonight or today. I'm not sure if he's getting back in, but uh, with with him out of the, the lineup, the Preds do kind of struggle to score goals. Um, the prop I'm jumping on, though, is, is Carter Verhage. Yep. Uh, it is 3.5, the, the line I have, which is, you know, a, a tough it's number a good to bet, hit. Though. He's been going over that number. But uh, yeah. eight, eight of the last 10, he's been over that. And, like, I'm seeing plus money on that as well, plus 135. Uh, but it's already dropped down to plus 130 for me in the last couple hours. So uh, it's it's been getting played for sure. Um, but yeah, those, those are my two plays. So again, keep it keep it simple. Panthers, money line, and then uh, I like for Haggy to, to have four plus shots here. Yeah, in terms of uh, this game, this is a good game in terms of some props as well. Uh, the, the shot, I, I like that one. I like Carter Verhage over shots on goal. Uh, it's been something we've been coming back to the well with consistently. The one I like even more than that on the Florida side over shots on goal is Aaron Ekblad. I mean, what he is doing right now in terms of shots on goal, it's just uh, he's pounding the puck a lot from the blue line. Uh, obviously, he plays the number one power play for this uh, Florida team. I mean, look at the numbers here, Beachy, since uh, – January the third. Look what we've seen: four, five, 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 three, five, six, five, three, six. Uh, in terms of his shots on goal numbers, he's been automatic. He's been absolutely dialed in in terms of shooting the puck early and often. Uh, and as a result, his over the shots on goal prop has been going over repeatedly, consistently in every single game. And I've been on it now. And I was late to the party. I didn't jump on this uh, Aaron Ekblad over shots on goal streak until a few games ago but I've been on it every single game since then. Uh, they've made an adjustment now, three and a half. It is worth noting. We've had a lot of two and a halves lately with uh, Ekblad, but I think still at over three and a half, and you get plus money at least. You know, plus 110, plus 120 is out there for Aaron Ekblad over three and a half. So I think he's still got a great chance to clear that and get to at least four. If you look at this uh, stretch uh, where uh, Ekblad has played for the uh, Panthers, he's actually gotten a four plus more often than not. You know, during this four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten game stretch, the where he's gone three plus shots, he's actually gone four plus in seven of those, uh, or sorry, eight of those ten games. So yeah, I think over three. So when you think of it, eight of his last ten, he's had four plus shots. You're asking to bet over three and a half at plus one twenty. It's actually a pretty good bet, uh, in my opinion. So yeah, Ekblad. Yeah, I like I like that fine. I'm going to jump on that as well. 
Yeah, Aaron Ekblad over three and a half uh, shots has been uh, a good one lately. No question about that uh, for the uh, Florida Panthers. Uh, so that's a good uh, prop there to look at here in this game. I'm just trying to see what else. Uh, got my uh, prop sheets out because we've got these streaking prop players that I can always look at it. And uh, these uh, uh, it tells you who's in good form, who's been uh, kind of going over their uh, shots on goal prop and their assists and points and all that re repeatedly. Uh, I'm just looking at the. Um, numbers here for uh today's card but yeah that that's one that stands out as far as points go you know you sprinkle around uh in terms of uh the florida panthers because so many people can do the uh, damage offensively for them uh but definitely it's been a you know lusterine continues to be solid lindell you know has been up since he's been up on the top six forward group he's been uh, able to uh produce for this uh, florida panthers team so uh, definitely lots to uh, like here uh, right now. And you know what? There's another one you could look at here in terms of shots on goal for Florida. I'm just looking at it. Uh, Sam Reinhardt over two and a half shots on goal. It's only minus 120. Uh, here's a guy that's gone three plus shots on goal for the uh, Florida Panthers. One, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three. Yeah, set eight of his last nine. He's gone over his shots on goal prop. That's Sam Reinhardt here for the uh, Florida Panthers. So it's another good one. And it's only over two and a half here. Uh, for that. So definitely some good numbers there with the uh, SOG props on the uh, Florida Panthers side here uh, in this game. Now shop around because I'm seeing over two and a half as low as minus 120 for Reinhardt at a couple books, Unibet, Bet Rivers. And then there's some books that have them as high as minus 160. So there is a lot of variance with the price with that Reinhardt shots on goal prop. So make sure you shop around and make sure you get the best price you can. All right, Colorado and St. Louis. We've got the Avs minus 180 road favorites, six the total uh, in this one. I'm on Avs in regulation here and the over, both of them. Uh, and even with Eustace Oninen uh, in net for the uh, floor, uh, for the Colorado Avalanche, we've learned that he's going to get the start. They're going to give uh, Georgiev uh, much-needed rest. I mean, Francois is still out, so they decided, you know, we'll give Eustace Oninen this uh, opportunity here in net as Francois is still going to be out for a few more weeks with the lower body injury. Uh, down in the AHL this year, 2.55 goals against average, 9-12 save percentage. Of course, the St. Louis Blues, I can't believe we didn't mention this off the top, but we will now. The big trade with the Toronto Maple Leafs last night, Ryan O'Reilly, -O -O auto parts. He's gone to Toronto uh, along with Noel Achari. Uh, in that big trade with the uh, Leafs and, of course, draft picks coming back the other way. So the St. Louis Blues sell-off uh, is firmly underway. Well, it was already underway because they traded Tarasenko uh, to the Rangers, but uh, definitely it's on in full force now. Uh, and uh, certainly that takes away not only offense but defense. And it does from Nolachari, too. Nolachari is a really good defensive forward, and I think that's what Toronto saw in trading for him because he's very good away from the puck. So you lose both of those guys. Uh, and, of course, uh, O'Reilly's been injured uh, for the uh, last uh, period of time, or he's been uh, in and out due to injuries. But certainly now with uh, him gone, uh, you look at the uh, situation for St. Louis, that's a lot of offense and a great defensive presence, a forward uh, face-off presence. That's another thing, too, Kevin. I think you factor in with St. Louis. They're going to be much worse at the face-off circle now without uh, Ryan O'Reilly, which means they may not have the puck as much. And obviously, it's a, such a puck possession dominated sport these days that that's probably going to be something where they suffer uh, quite a bit. So I like Colorado to get the job done. And obviously, uh, I'm going to take them in regulation to get a better price. Uh, you can get the, you can, I don't even mind the first period puck line on Colorado either because they might pounce early uh, on this uh, Blues team. But I, I definitely like uh, abs in regulation here. 
uh, in this game. You can get that currently at uh, minus 110 at Pinnacle. And I also like over six minus 120 as well. Blues continue to be mostly an over team. Uh, the last game against New Jersey fell right on six goals, uh, a push. Uh, but I think this one's got a good chance to go uh, over the uh, number uh, as well. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Kevin? Colorado, St. Louis. Yeah, the Blues, uh, they've won some games recently. They've won, they won their last three. So this is one I probably would have stayed away from. Uh, once I saw that trade pulled last night, um, with the way the abs have been the last 10, I just feel like this. Yeah, I, li I like Colorado here um, on the money line. Um, and I jumped on it last night. It was For me, I got minus 167 on the money line. Uh, I woke up this morning, it was minus 180, and now for me it's already moved to minus 190. So it's a lot of money coming in on Colorado. Um, I was able to jump on it before, like once that trade happened, basically get on it before that, that line moved too much. Um, but, yeah, I kind of see with, with those those pieces moving out, especially O'Reilly out of the lineup, I see now kind of that letdown. Um, and the abs, I think this is this is a big charge for them here. This uh, this last group of games, so I'm on uh, abs money line as well. I like that, but uh, my prop Evan uh, Rodriguez here over 2.5 uh, shots. He's on the second line with uh, Rantanen. Uh, he's hit it in six of his last seven games, so he's he's a guy I'm gonna look for in my prop of uh, prop of the game here is uh, Evan Rodriguez over 2.5. Read my mail. I love that prop. Shots on goal over two and a half as well. That's a good one in this game. No question about that. Uh, he's been shooting the puck a lot. Uh, he's been getting opportunity, power play minutes, second line. Uh, and definitely, I think uh, he's going to have that opportunity. There's no question about that. Uh, first time, actually, here we go. Uh, Kevin, this is my colleague. Long time here on the uh, Ice Guys, Alex P. Smith. You two hey, Kevin, have just missed paths here for so many Saturdays, but finally <laughs> here you are both on the uh, Saturday show at the same time. Alex, uh, welcome in. This is our no. goalie uh, of the Ice Guys show, Kevin uh, Beach, who, by the way, told us a minute ago, Alex, I don't know if you heard it, he almost fought Steve Mason many, many years ago. Oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> nice. Yeah, rough, yeah, rough nice. got in the way. But, uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't out of anger. I mean, we were, uh, we were shorthanded five on three. And our guy had crashed their net, and then it was just a melee down there. And just something in my head said, hey, they're super outnumbered. I got to go. And right. uh, yeah. didn't, didn't make it there. But, uh, yeah, Alex, nice, nice to meet you and uh, yeah, be on the same line with you here, here today. So did you guys get, get held back uh, much like Phoenix Koppel and John Gibson last night? Kind of in the, in the yeah. same, uh, same mine, kind of straw? <laughs> mine was a little more embarrassing. I just got taken down. Okay. And, uh, and I remember the ref was yelling at me, like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm doing down here. And uh, that was it. But uh, I'm just coming to get a closer view of the action, maybe. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could have said that. Yeah. Very so, nice. Very uh, nice. <laughs> but the whole yeah. topic came up, obviously, because of the uh, Copley and Gibson almost fight last night in the uh, Kings and the uh, Ducks game. Uh, Alex, we've just gotten through the first couple games. Florida, Nashville, Colorado, St. Louis. So what do you like in there? Uh, with Florida, I lean with Florida. I'm hoping Nashville wins today because I want to fade Nashville tomorrow when they uh, head back up here, back-to-back 1 o'clock local starts. They'll be playing here in, in Minnesota on Sunday stuff. Yeah, but it's hard to back Bobrovsky and lay a price with him. So there's going to be a pass. Might jump in on that live. As far as this game goes, slight lean to the draw. We saw this uh, two teams go into overtime the la uh, uh, couple meetings ago this season. Two of the last five go in the uh, pass regulation. So I, 
especially with these division games. And the Central seems like it's been tight the last couple of weeks with a lot of Central division matchups going into OT. So uh, I'll probably be sprinkling a little bit with this early start for this game to go past regulation. All right, good stuff there. Uh, maybe like in uh, uh, this game. And again, draw season is alive and well. Congrats yes. to Alex for his mon- – Kevin, what a monster call Alex had last night. Chicago-Ottawa draw to go to overtime, plus 400. What a call that was. Blackhawks and Senators. And a, my, my draw got there as well, Stars and Wilds. So yep. draw I, had a little bit, I had a little bit of that in, in pocket. I've had, I think I've had four draws that I've cashed this, this, uh, this week at you know plus 320 or higher. So. Oh, come on, Isaac. What do you mean draw season sucks? You mean plus 400 tickets suck? <laughs> 300 tickets suck? I don't think so, my friend. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I know no one wants to sit around and watch, you know, six minutes of nothing in the last, uh, you know, few, you know, TV timeouts, of, uh, you know, heading uh, in, out of regulation in the OT. But, you know, like I said, it's all worth it when you get that plus price uh, hitting your account. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never no been problem. never been in the draw game, but that was one I was looking at with uh, Chicago and Ottawa. I didn't like either team. Uh, I didn't like the price for Ottawa, and I wasn't crazy about Chicago. So I, that's, I guess that's the time to pull the trigger on that that draw. Is that, right, and that's the thing that these two these two pallet patterns do you commonly tend to have, and what I like to play most will be these divisional teams, teams fighting for playoff spots, uh, cross conference uh, matchups where you got two teams that are either the two, let's say, you know, uh, uh, Boston, Dallas, where you have two of the best teams in their respective you know conferences, or uh, you know so, something like that. But then you also have the Chicago Ottawa where you know both teams are terrible both teams can't really figure things out you know one team has a lead they blow it and it goes to OT so there's a there's a few different angles you can look at this this it's not just strictly oh look for teams that are fighting for points it's sometimes just uh two bad teams that can't get out of each other's way or or two teams that are you know similarly fatigued and they're kind of going through the motions so there's a lot of little options and I try to you know bring up and and, and talk about as many instances from here until the end of the season and into the postseason, because uh, that's of course where we really make a lot of money uh, hitting those draws. Of course, in the, in the overtime in the playoffs, that's where you see teams that might be plus three twenty, plus three hundred because they're cashing so many OTs now in regulation. It'll revert back to being plus three sixty, plus three seventy in the first round of the postseason. Yeah, yeah, definitely good option. Good times to uh, take advantage of those. I'm just trying to see here uh, in terms of what we've got here in terms of this game. Cairo point in uh, seven of the last 10. Same with Bra- Braden Shen. Braden Shen and Cairo have to do even more offensively now with O'Reilly gone. So they're good targets in terms of uh, player points, I would say, uh, going into this game. Oh, there's the one I was thinking of. Gosh, big Val Nachushkin, his shots on goal prop over too. I like Rodriguez. I'm totally with Kevin on that. But I like the big Val Nachushkin over two and a half shots on goal uh, as well. He's been trending that way for uh, Colorado going over the numbers. So, a uh, couple of shots on goal props for the Avs that I think are really worth a look. Falk, Justin Falk from the blue line. I've noticed him for St. Louis lately, too, shooting the puck a lot more lately. And his shots on goal prop, I think, worth a look on the blue side. Justin Falk, the blue liner, defenseman for St. Louis. All right, New York Islanders and Boston Bruins. We've got Boston minus 240, uh, home favorites, five and a half the total in this game. What a crazy game that was last night. It's bizarre because if you watch that game, Throw the score out. Pretend, pretend you didn't see any of the goals. You just you were in the washroom or you were sick or something happened that prevented you from seeing any of the goals last night. You were just seeing the action in between all the goals. You thought Pittsburgh would won, won that game 6-1. to one. That's what you thought last night. But the Islanders won 5-4. Pittsburgh was all over them. They could have scored probably seven times, but Sorokin was good. They missed the net. They hit a post or two. 
uh, and Islanders, it seemed like everything that they got in terms of chances went in against Casey to Smith. And it's a real tough loss for Pittsburgh because they were the better team. I thought they deserved the two points, but the Islanders get the two points by four a win over the Penguins last night. Islanders and over both cash for me. But now it's a tough spot back to back here going to Boston against the uh, Bruins, who are uh, obviously uh, showing no signs of letting uh, up or going the other way or suffering any sort of setback here. Uh, three wins in their last four games, uh, two and one since the All-Star break. They had a little bit of a sluggish game out of the break against uh, Washington last Saturday afternoon on our Super Bet cast. Uh, but they've bounced back to win two straight on the road against Dallas and Nashville. I don't have a strong feel on this game. I'm probably going to stay out of it from a side perspective uh, and from a totals perspective. I mean, when you look at this Bruins team right now, uh, they've been under machines because that defensive play and that goaltending of theirs just continues to be a, a stalwart every single game. And it's regardless of Swayman or Allmark and Net, they've been absolutely terrific in terms of playing the great, great defensive hockey, the kind of hockey you need uh, to win at the in playoff time. So we'll see how this one goes. Uh, if you're going to play the Islanders, like I'm, I don't love the Islander props as much because you're playing a stingy team, Boston, but Brock Nelson is on this incredible, and I mean incredible, point-scoring streak right now for the uh, for the uh, New York Islanders. What is it, 12 straight games now for him with at least a point? It's been pretty impressive uh, what he's been able to do. Yeah, I'm just looking at now 12 straight games with a point here for Brock Nelson. If you're going to play an SGP in this game, you can throw a, point, uh, a Brock Nelson point into the mix. Uh, Taylor Hall, last three games with a point as well. So keep that in mind. He's starting to heat up a little bit uh, for the uh, uh, for the uh, uh, Boston Bruins as well. Keep that in mind. Uh, let me see what else we've got here. Um, Bo Horvat shots on goal cash for me last night. You know, consider that potential for tonight. Noah Dobson over shots on goal has been hitting a lot lately. There's another one that I think might be worth a look, especially from Boston. Boston sometimes will give up shots from the point. They, they, they basically clog things up. They, you know, basically they uh, front the front of the net, you know, they, they collapse in front of the net. So they'll open up the points to shoot. And I think that means for today in this matchup, Noah Dobson to go over two and a half shots on goal for the Islanders. I think that might be a good look here as well. Alex, what do you think here? Islanders taking on the Bruins. You know, this is one I'm probably going to be waiting for a live over with. If you look at the history with these two teams, it's always been five to five and a half with the totals. And of course, that's related to the Islanders and their mostly defensive style over the years. But Boston, obviously, you know, uh, can kind of clamp down and tend to clamp down more when they're playing conference opponents, divisional opponents. And they do say playing against opponents in the West. Uh, but we've seen, you know, these, these games kind of be a little bit higher scoring between the two. I could definitely see this, you know, these are two of the worst first period teams going over. So I think we can wait long enough that this might be able to drop to four and a half and plus money to, uh, to play live. And that's, that'll be my strike point. So we get anything four and a half at a, at a plus price, so even money or better. I'll be jumping on a live over. All right. Live over a draw draw might be live here. I mean, I, it, look, I mean, Boston's winning, but Boston's mm -hmm. not winning comfortably right now. Nashville was the exception, but. Nashville's pretty bad right now. That the Islanders, I think, this could be a draw. This could be one of those games. Maybe you take a shot, uh, maybe look at beyond uh, overtime here in this game. And keep in mind with the Bruins, you know, for, uh, they've had a couple overtime games in their last uh, seven games. Uh, the the Washington game was close. Uh, the the Carolina game that they lost four one almost went to overtime. The Tampa game they lost three two almost went to overtime. So the draw is not a bad consideration here uh, for this one. Kevin, what do you think, Islanders Bruins? Yeah, I was watching that uh, Islanders uh, Pens game last night, and I I was on the Penguins, um, and 
they're controlling the game so much that I actually turned it off and flipped and started watching another game. And then I uh, checked the yeah, score. Like, oh, they got like, this. They're all over. Yeah. And it was embarrassing yeah. how bad the Islanders were. They weren't skating. They were losing every puck battle. They, they looked like they weren't even skating out there. They were getting hemmed in in the defensive zone over and over again. They somehow won that game. It's craziness. Yeah. So a huge comeback for them last night. But I think uh, just the energy spent last night in that game um, with it fighting for that playoff spot with, with, uh, with Pittsburgh, how big of it? That's a four point game. I think with Boston sitting there waiting for them today, uh, I like Boston to take care of business. Um, so I'm just going puck line Boston. Uh, I, I did look cause I always like looking at Taylor Hall, see, see what he's doing. Uh, I did see he's heated up the last few games, but, uh, DeBrusque is back in the lineup. He's supposed to be back in the lineup today. Yes. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen with him, but, uh, I didn't, I didn't like anything today on them. Usually I like to kind of play. I've been big on the the no the under shots or the the no point for them this year in some situations that I've been hitting. Um, but not enough today. I, I I was tempted to play it today because he has been hot, so you get a better number with the breast coming back and uh, he's going to get less usage. But uh, I'm going to sit on it for a couple of games and, and see what happens. So I'm just going uh, Boston puck line here. Yeah. Uh, quickly, I want to circle back on one thing I said about the St. Louis game. Tory Krug doesn't look like he's going to play today. So it's another reason why I think Justin Falk is a, is a very good prop in that game for the shots on goal. Someone's going to have to take those minutes and play the more power play uh, for the blues. And I think Justin Falk will do that. So I think it makes Justin Falk over shots better this game. Jake DeBrusque. Yeah. He's going to play on the top line. It looks like in his return to the lineup for the uh, Bruins, they've got him listed with Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand. Uh, on the top line. So it's just, uh, he's going to get the uh, opportunity. We'll see if he can make the most of it. I like Pavel Zaka again. I've been bragging up the Pavel Zaka goal scorer and point props lately, and they've been going well. Uh, he's played very well on that check, Czech- line for the most part with Krejci and Pasternak. They've had great chemistry, those three. So Pavel Zaka, uh, I think props are going to be going into my uh, portfolio once again here this afternoon all right this is the last of the afternoon games uh new jersey and pittsburgh we've got the uh, devils minus 125 road favorites six and a half the total devils just waiting in pittsburgh for this game because they obviously played thursday a loss to st louis pittsburgh that frustrating loss where they completely dominate the islanders but don't get the victory uh four uh five four last night um certainly a situational advantage for the devils lean devils um but I'm going to stay off it. I don't love, I'm starting to not love what I'm seeing from the devils out with Jack Hughes out. Uh, it's bothering me the way they've uh, not been able to, you know, finish chances lately. Uh, there's elements of their game that have struggled. Although I do want to point out, it's looking like Jack is going to return today. Yes, he's in, he's back. Uh, Jack Hughes for the uh, New Jersey uh, devils. Keep in mind, I'm doing a two hour college hoop show before this. So I don't always get to catch up on the uh, injury notes, but uh, Jack Hughes, uh, is back here for the uh, New Jersey Devils in this game after missing the last four. It certainly makes me much more interested in New Jersey now with him back because we talked about this all along with him being out. How much, Kevin, I'll ask you, just top of your head, take a guess, because we don't. I don't know the exact number, but percentage of goals that, New, that Jack Hughes has played a role in for New Jersey, whether it's scoring the goal or setting it up, what would you put it at? Ooh, it's got to be... It's got to be over 50%. It's got to be. Exactly. Yeah. It's got to be. That's why this is such a big deal when he was out and why it's such a big deal that he's back today. He just is in on so much of the offense 
for the New Jersey Devils. I still like Dougie Hamilton over shots in this game. I've been rolling with that over three and a half for several games in a row now. But a lot of that, too, is Hughes being out. He's driving the offense more from the blue line with Hughes out, and he's shooting the puck more. Does he maybe not do that as much with Hughes back? Maybe. So maybe tread with caution today on this. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm still going back to the well. Dougie Hamilton over shots on goal. Uh, what do you think here? Uh, Kevin, we'll start with you on this one. New Jersey, Pittsburgh. I'm in the same spot. Um, as far as picking a winner here, it's tough. The Penguins just had a tough tough loss last night. Um, can they bounce back? But it's also there's so much energy you kind of put in the last, last game. Um, you got Jack Hughes coming back. Uh, you know, hard to save is at 100%, so I kind of don't want to go on and hit any of his props right away. Um, so I like, I had that same thing, Dougie Hamilton over 3.5 shots circled, uh, seven of the last 10, he's hit it and it's, it's, it's playing close to even money. Um, the one I'm tempted by is, uh, a Melkin, no point. Uh, I was going to plus 163 on that. Uh, he's only had points in four of his last 10, but when he does score points, he, he kind of pops off in a game. So it seems like he's either doing nothing or he's popping off. Um, that's one I was I was very tempted. I'm not going to play. I'm just going to play the the Dougie Hamilton. Uh, but that Malkin one, I was I was looking at it for a while. So. You ended up passing on the Malkin. I did. Yeah, I'm I'm passing. Um, we'll see. Maybe I feel crazy right before game time and I, and I, I jump on it. But uh, you know, he's got he's gone three games with no point here. Um, it was it was close to being something one of those those ones where like a, a Carlson no point uh, you know it is it is back to back for him too so I, I could feel he's not going to have the same same kind of energy levels as normal um, it was just I just needed a little more on the price uh, but I was I was close to close to playing that one that would have been a fun one to play but uh, just going Dougie Hamilton over uh, keep it keep it calm on, on this one here. You know what's a good one? Because I'm looking at the numbers. Sidney Crosby's like playing possessed right now. He's doing. He's trying to drag his team into the playoffs. The way he's played the last couple games has been outstanding. San Jose game, he was great last night, even though they lost. Uh, he's doing everything in his power. Obviously, if you're going to bet a point prop on him, you've got to put it in a parlay, an SGP. It's minus 250. But his assists prop, okay, his assists prop for this game is minus 110. It's even money for him to get an assist. Sidney Crosby has gotten an assist. I'm just bringing it up right now on the screen here. Uh, I had it. Where the hell was it? There it is. Eight of the last 10 games, he's had an assist for the, for the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know, and he had a beauty of an apple, a beauty assist last night on one of the goals for Pittsburgh as well in that nice little backhand pass right to the middle and a great finish it was uh, by Raquel, I believe. Uh, again, eight of the last 10, he's picked up an assist. It's even money. It's minus 110. It's a good bet. It's a bet I'm making. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Devils, Penguins. Yeah, I'm slightly lean with the Devils. I, I grabbed minus $1.20. Uh, I could just kind of see this. Like, you know, they've kind of been waiting around for Pittsburgh. I just feel like this could be uh, one of those spots where they kind of maybe jump out early and often. It might actually be one of those uh, games where I might take a, a shot like you normally do with splitting it between the first period uh, and full game. But I, just, I think I might just stick with more with the full game. I can see this being kind of a bit of back and forth. Early, and I think the Devils find a way to kind of pull out of this one late uh, with Pittsburgh returning back home in the kind of earlier start. So I like Devils minus a dollar twenty. Dollar twenty-five is my cutoff for that. Uh, maybe even sprinkle a little, few bucks on the draw. I could kind of see this one maybe going to the OT. So 
uh, Devils, but it, it could be close enough where a draw might be worth putting a little bit in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I could uh, see that being the uh, case, no question uh, about that. Uh, close game, I do think it'll be pretty uh, competitive, uh, no question about that. So uh, definitely an interesting uh, matchup here, but uh, looking forward to seeing how it uh, plays out uh, overall uh, in this one. All right, next up, we've got uh, Columbus taking on Dallas. Uh, this is the first of the evening games. This is a very early evening game, though, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. Uh, Dallas minus 300 home favorites, six the total. Uh, in this game, back to back for the Stars, you know, after a shootout loss to the Minnesota Wild uh, last night, I would assume it's going to be Mr. Wedgwood uh, tonight in net for the Stars on the back to back after it was Ottinger last night. Jonas Corposalo confirmed in net for the uh, Jackets. Not at all a su surprise. And if you actually look at Corposalo, he's had a nice, nice few weeks. He's played really well, like really well. He was outstanding against Winnipeg a couple of nights ago. It was a great performance in net. From him, and actually, he's been good a lot lately. And I remember the Calgary game where they uh, played the Flames, and they he faced like forty shots, and he kept them in it. So he's had a nice little run lately here for the uh, Jackets uh, in net. Dallas slumping a little bit. I don't want to say I, I don't know if I've got the guts to take uh, Columbus here, but I'll be honest. I'll be completely honest. I lean Columbus in the draw or something along those lines in this game. I mean, I'm not trusting Dallas right now with back to back. They've lost three in a row. It's a back-to-back -back situation for them. Let me see what Dallas's record is here. Back-to-backs this year, uh, two and three, two and three. They are on a back-to-back -back this year. The uh, Dallas Stars. It's a flight risk, in my opinion, laying this kind of a price with the Stars, even though this is a team that's still trying to, you know, play, win in a division. But I'm telling you, the Jackets, you know, they've been competitive lately. They've gotten Corpusalo playing solid in net. Look, obviously, they're still a very depleted team. I'm not going to. Who's kidding who? I mean, you're talking about a Jackets team that still has, you know, uh, Gaudreau's out today, which is big. You know, Tessier's out. Uh, Jake Bean, Shinnikov, Danforth, Meyer, Nyquist, Voracek, Wierenski. Gavrikov is being sat because he's going to get traded and dealt in mere days before the deadline. And he's their best shutdown defenseman. They are a very shorthanded group, but I, I'd still lean Columbus and or draw uh, in this game. Uh, there'll be small, tiny bets, if anything, but... I'm not trusting Dallas here. Back-to-back, -back, minus 300. They've lost three in a row. Nothing's coming easily for them. So there's definitely some looks. I think Lion A over shots. Someone's got to shoot the puck more now. Gaudreau out. Now, hopefully someone can give him the puck. But Lion A, I think, might be worth a look in the uh, shot department for Columbus uh, in this game. Maybe Marchenko as well. Uh, on the Dallas side, uh, in terms of uh, you know shots on goal, uh, Sagan was quiet last night, but he had been starting to trend over the total. Haskinen's shooting the puck a lot from the blue line, the defenseman for the Dallas Stars. So, so his shots on goal, Miro Haskinen, I think probably are, is a good bet uh, in this game. Alex, what do you think here? Columbus, Dallas. Yeah, I like this draw here too at uh, plus 395 is what I was able to grab it at. Oh, wow. Available. Yeah, and that's that's a great a great price for a, a Stars team. Back-to-back -back, uh, OT games, six of the last eight have gone past regulation. Uh, we've seen, like I said, Columbus be a feisty team, win two of the last three. Uh, they had an OT game of their own. So I think definitely this could be one of those kind of close battles. And definitely wouldn't be looking at laying anything with Dallas. Because if I had to play a side, it would be uh, CBJ or nothing. But I'm just going to go with that draw, that big uh, plus price. Yeah, I think that's even better than Columbus is the draw. Because the draw is an even better price than the Columbus. Columbus is plus 250. You can get the draw almost plus 400. And you're right, Dallas has been nothing but tight games and a lot have gone beyond regulation, no doubt. 
Uh, what are you thinking here in this one, Beachy, with uh, Columbus and Dallas? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as you guys. I just don't uh, don't trust the way Dallas is playing right now. Um, they're just not not playing the greatest hockey. Uh, Columbus has been feisty, and this is kind of a move just based on the last few weeks. Every time I I, uh, I make a play against Columbus, uh, throw them in a parlay or something, they 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 find a way to upset teams. So um, I'm looking at the the Columbus uh, puck line. So give me the uh, extra goal and a half there. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking that. So puck line Columbus. Uh, so kind of same, same page as you guys, as you guys are looking at, looking at the draw. Uh, I do like that play as well. Um, and then my prop is, is Boone Jenner on the over 2.5 shots. Uh, eight of the last 10, he's, he's hit that. Uh, and as you said, they got, even more bodies that'll line up. So someone's got to shoot the puck. Uh, he's, he's been pretty consistent as far as uh, just absolutely peppering the net lately. And uh, that I've seen that line even up at 3.5 sometimes, but 2.5, I'm going to jump on that for sure. Uh, he's been per- hitting that very consistently so far. That's a good find. I, I, I never, I should have. Yeah. It's, he's going to be on the top line still. Cause Donnie Goudreau's out uh, obviously for uh, Columbus today. He's still on the top line though. Boone Jenner. Uh, with Marchenko and Lion A. It's a question of who's going to be, is it, will he be shooting or will he be deferring to his line mates, Lion A and Marchenko? But the numbers back it up, what Kevin's saying here about eight of the last 10 for Boone Jenner, the captain of the Jackets, uh, have gone over his shots on goal number. So he's, he's been playing a ton too. So yeah. uh, pretty regularly over, over 20, 21 minutes a night. Um, and again, that first uh, power play usage as well. So he's uh, a lot of power play time. And, uh, a lot of time on the ice in general. Yeah, definitely. Uh, should be interesting to see how this one plays out. All right. Montreal and Toronto. Uh, Toronto minus 425 here as home favorite. Six and a half the total uh, in this one. Uh, obviously, they made headlines last night with the late Friday night blockbuster deal, bringing in Ryan O'Reilly and Nolachari and the deal with St. Louis. Uh, obviously, though, neither one of those guys is going to be uh, – I don't think they're going to be in the lineup tonight. I don't think they'd be here this quickly, but you never know. Let me just see if I can get. No, he is playing. Wow. I guess he wanted to get here quickly. <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly. Wow. Uh, he is going to be in the lineup, says Mike Zeisberger uh, reporting that. So there you go. Ryan O'Reilly will make his Leaf debut uh, here tonight uh, in this game against the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, by the way, Ilya Samsonov dealing with a little bit of a, I think it's an illness situation with him. And obviously we're not seeing Matt Murray anytime soon. Uh, he's going to be out for. Uh, Still several weeks. Uh, yeah, it's an illness for Samsonov. So it's Joe Wall uh, in net for the uh, Leafs tonight uh, in this game. And they didn't play well for him the last time he was in net. Uh, and against, uh, it was just a recent game that they played. It, yeah, and, they, and they, they didn't play that great. It was the Columbus game last Saturday. Second of the back-to-back against the Jackets. And they had an early 2 nothing lead. They couldn't hold it. And uh, it was not the greatest performance. Sheldon Keefe wasn't very happy. Um, with that performance, but, uh, so I get it. The Leafs are, they've got their new toys in the lineup. They've got, uh, they've, uh Ryan O'Reilly. He'll be, and by the way, the one thing I have to, and I said this on Twitter, you, one thing you have to give the Leafs credit for with this deal is that they've got one of, if not the best top three centers situations in the league with Matthews, Tavares and O'Reilly uh, down the middle. That's unbelievable. That is tough to match up with in, in terms of matching that kind of depth down the middle at the most important position in the forward group, which is the center position. One, two, three with Matthews, Tavares, and O'Reilly is pretty damn impressive. 
for the Leafs moving forward. But we know what Montreal, how they play against Toronto. They play tough. They play spirited. They want to beat this Leafs team uh, every time they play them. So, um, uh, boy, that trade hit at the wrong time because I, I, was, I was definitely going to be on Montreal stronger tonight. I still am. Uh, a little bit of a bite on Montreal here. First period uh, money line and full game money line split uh, in this game for me with the Canadians. Because, look, I mean, as much as they're excited that O'Reilly's going to be there tonight for his Leaf debut, could it throw off chemistry a little bit? Could it take, you know, O'Reilly time to get comfortable? We'll see. All I know is the Leafs have a tough time with Montreal every single time they play this team. And to me, in this situation against this particular opponent, they're a little bit they're a little bit overpriced. They're a little bit overvalued. Montreal's won four of the last five head-to-head against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. And Toronto's wins, even though they've been in Toronto, were barely uh, by the skin of their teeth, 2-1 and 3-2. So if you want to be safer, you could go plus one and a half goals with the uh, Montreal Canadiens in this game. I think I might even look at that as well for a little security. But certainly I think this is a situation where Montreal, considering how they play this Toronto team tough, they're worth a look. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Habs, Leafs. Yeah, this is uh, one I kind of lean with the draw to as well. But like I said, you know, just we talked about with Toronto, you know, laying these gigantic favorite prices. Of course, they did it against the Hawks and they took care of business, but it was not easy in that first period. After the nine second goal to make the one, make it a one nothing lead, with a minute and 10 seconds left uh, or, or later, they come back and tie the game up and won the Hawks. So Toronto, like I said, Montreal obviously is a big rivalry game, big Saturday night game. I can definitely see where the Habs might hang around early. Uh, so maybe a lean with, with Habs first period and then try to look for hopefully they take a lead and grab Toronto, uh, you know, at a cheaper price uh, coming back live. So that, that might be the way I approach this. But right now, nothing on the board for me. Jake Allen's played Toronto pretty well. Uh, the times he's been in net against them, and he's played great in his last two starts. He shut out Chicago. He was excellent when they beat Edmonton in that early Super Bowl Sunday afternoon game last weekend. So Jake Allen's had two really good starts in a row in net for Montreal. What does hurt, and I, I'm, it does bother me, that Kirby Doc is going to miss again tonight for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. He's been playing really well for them. It does bother me. Um, so I, it is what it is. Again, this is a situation I didn't – I was really liking Montreal a lot on this card pre-Ryan O'Reilly trade. I don't like it nearly as much now, but I'm still – I'm sticking with it. Is it just hook or crook? Montreal just gives Toronto fits. And I think they're right in this game and have a chance at least to win it. Uh, what do you think here, Beachy, with this one? Uh, original six, forever rivals, Canadians, Leafs. I, I agree with the storyline. It's uh, The Leafs always just struggle with the Canadians. Um, however, I, I'm going to go for the Leafs over 3.5 goals. Um, again, these, game, these games can get crazy. You know, like, like high scoring. Uh, the, the Habs just find find a way to kind of score goals and, and stay in his game. So that's why it scared me off enough to uh, just play the Leafs. The Leafs win, um, but I do I do like them to find the back of the net here um, at least four times. Uh, but the two guys, two props I'm playing are actually Montreal players. Um, so again, it's that kind of uh, you know the, the past ten games kind of dictates to play this anyways. But then they always kind of get a boost playing the Leafs. So one is uh, Josh Anderson. Uh, seven of the last 10, he's been at least two or more shots. Uh, his, his prop line is only 1.5, and he's a guy who always seems to kind of step up against against the Leafs. Yeah, um, 100%. Yep. And, and kind of since that that Caulfield injury, he, he's a guy that's playing a lot more, getting used a lot more. 
Another guy on that as well as Mike Hoffman. Um, eight, eight of the last ten, he's he's been over that that uh, one point five line for shots. Um, although the last he slowed down a little bit the last last couple of games, um, but with the boost of playing playing the Leafs, I'm gonna kind of give him another shot, the benefit of the doubt here. He still he still hit two or more shots in eight of the last ten. Uh, but again, these are two guys who. I was fading when Caulfield was still in the lineup, and now that he's at a lineup, these are guys that uh, kind of like what you mentioned with Columbus. You need someone to fire the puck, so these are the guys that are uh, getting it done right now. There we go, absolutely. So uh, Mike Hoffman, Josh Anderson, and I like Nick Suzuki and the shots on goal market as well for a uh, Montreal. And this, I like Nylander over three and a half shots for Toronto. Uh, he's been kind of going over that number uh, of late a lot more. Uh, and, uh, by the way, Josh Anderson, I'm not only the shots on goal that you mentioned are worth a look, I'm seeing plus 320 to score a goal and plus 170 just to get a point for Josh Anderson. And all he does is produce against Toronto. You know, that is worth keeping in mind. He, he, every single game, he seems to make some sort of offensive impact when this team plays the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. So uh, I think his props are even more uh, appealing uh, as a result tonight against the uh, Leafs. Like I said, he has been absolutely terrific uh, in terms of uh, finding the uh, back of the net and making an impact against the uh, Leafs. All right, uh, next up, we've got the outdoor game. Carter-Finley Stadium, Raleigh, North Carolina, national television on ABC and prime time. So this is a big spectacle here for the league. ABC, a Saturday night game in prime time. Washington Capitals, Carolina Hurricanes, uh, Carolina minus 200. Uh, home favorites total right now, five and a half across the board in this game. Uh, the Washington Capitals look like they have lost their, you know, their captain. You know, when, when you're, you know, when you're on a ship and the captain's not there to steer the ship, everybody sinks. I think that's what we're seeing with Washington right now. They, they look just out of sorts without Ovi. And Alex Ovechkin, obviously away from the team, dealing with the recent passing of his father. And Washington has not stepped up and delivered the goods and delivered the results without uh, Alex Ovechkin. And they're still, you know, without Tom Wilson, Haglin, Nick Dowd, John Carlson, Mar Marcus Johansson looks like he might not play uh, tonight as well. We'll have to wait and see on that. Carolina continues to roll along. Potential flat spot for them against Montreal. And it was looking dicey after the first two periods. It was 2-2, but then they turned it on in the third. Four goals, hat-trick for Seth Jarvis uh, in that game. Uh, for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. This one is, I, I'm treading lightly with the props here. It's an outdoor game. You're never quite sure. Puck bounces weird. We'll have to see what the ice conditions are. The NHL ice makers, I'll tell you what, they can work wonders. And it's amazing sometimes what they can come up with. But, you know, this is not exactly a traditional cold weather environment here, Raleigh. So we'll see how they keep the uh, ice in decent condition or not. I could only look at the Canes here. Uh, they're, they're playing well. Uh, I know they beat Washington earlier this week, and then Washington's looking for redemption, but I don't know if there will be redemption for the Capitals. They just look like a team that's uh, struggling to find themselves, especially now with the number eight uh, not on the team and away from the uh, team and not in the lineup. So I haven't bet anything yet, but I lean Carolina in, re in regulation in this one. As far as the props go, I'll give you a few from a shots-on-goal standpoint. Svechnikov, Tara Vinen. Natchez, Natchez to get a point or a, and a goal as well. Marty Natchez has been, you know, uh, just the absolute backbone and a pillar for me with prop bets this year. He's been so excellent for the Hurricanes. I'd probably go in multiple directions with that uh, in props involving him. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? The uh, stadium series outdoor matchup, Washington, Carolina. 
Yeah, you know, we got another one of these outdoor games, and I'm, I'm sure, obviously, ABC, uh, not, you know, obviously everybody upset with the passing of Ovechkin's father, but ABC's got to really be taking it tough because this was pretty much the flagship reason to have the caps in this game is to have, of course, Ovechkin, your number two all-time, you know, leading scorer. Pacing Gretzky, uh, yeah. In the league, yeah. right. Pa- yeah, Pacing Gretzky. Play that up all, a million times, yeah. Right, so now that, that whole uh, video stock footage is pretty much just going to be sitting there on the shelf. But uh, it, it should be an interesting game. These are two teams that obviously have a history with one another. Always played each other tough. Obviously, being division rivals for seemingly the entire time these two teams have, uh, have faced one another. Whenever since Carolina moved from Hartford, these teams two teams have always been tough. But you know the trend in, in these uh, games. Somebody mentioned it. You know we see tend to see these outdoor games kind of flip flop quite a bit. Where if you get one Winter Classic that kind of rolls over, then you tend to see a Stadium Series game that goes under, and vice versa. I don't know what the total of this could be. I'm not looking at the total. I like Carolina first period puck line, laying the half a goal plus a dollar thirty. I think they can rally ride that home crowd, get out to a lead. But I also like the draw here at plus two sixty. We've seen two of the last four meetings uh, go past regulation, and we've definitely seen some some tighter overtime games uh, in, in recent years. So I definitely could see this one going past sixty. So give me the draw and uh, give me Carolina first period puck line. All right, the draw for the game at a nice plus price and also Carolina first period puck line. So a nice approach. Carolina gets the lead early, but maybe Washington battles back and gets this thing into overtime. So I like I, I do lean over now that I look more at the, like the wet. The temperatures aren't going to be that bad. The ice isn't going to no, be yeah. uh, that bad. It's five. And Carolina, believe it or not, you know, trending over lately. If you look at their games, then, you know, they've been going over quite a bit. So by, and you're only talking five and a half. So I could make a case for an over five and a half here. In this game, I could definitely where the number is right now in this one. Uh, Kevin, what do you think here? Capitals, Hurricanes, outdoors. Yeah, you kind of said it, but Caps are not not playing the best hockey here. Uh, hasn't helped having a Vetchkin out of the lineup here. Um, and the Hurricanes are just, just chugging along. So um, even though that's minus 200 on the money line for the Hurricanes, I'm, I'm going to play that. Um, I also like Tara Vinen, anytime point. Uh, the price I have is minus 122, so I'm going to take that the way he's kind of heating up here the last last few weeks. Um, and then a guy who always – you have to look at, depending on the week, is uh, Dylan Strom. Um, today I'm going over 1.5 shots. Uh, it's almost even money. He peppered eight on that yesterday um, or two days ago. Uh, with the vets going to line up, he's, he's – uh, you know, he's someone's got to fire the puck, right? And uh, seems seems the power play configuration here the last couple of games he's had he's had quite a few shots. Um, and he's a guy where it just depends on the week what where they're using him. Uh, seems he can get shuffled around. He can be the top guy, you know, on on the first line and, and power play unit, or he can get thrown down the lineup pretty quick. So um, he's a guy I'm going to jump on the the over 1.5 today and uh, with almost even money and and the way he's fired the puck the last couple of games I'm going to jump on that that's a great find finding the change right it's so key to winning and finding value and especially in props someone all of a sudden just flip of a switch snap of your fingers all of a sudden they're shooting the puck more and you're getting a one and a half with that so that's a great find there over I'm going to bet that that makes a ton of sense it's a great number over one and a half so I like uh, that philosophy there's no question about that all right that's the first half of the card we're gonna there's a slew of late games uh that are coming up in the late night hours we've got six 
I believe. And they're all like 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific or later. So there's going to be a ton of late night hockey coming up tonight on this card. And we'll break down those late games coming up right after we hear from our great sponsors, Gramco. All right. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, or on the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products such as vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you and is also available at many American retailers as well. Get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. You visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you get 25% off of any order, and all orders on the site that are $50 and higher are shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. There we go. We are back here on the uh, Ice Guys. And uh, yeah, like I said, that's a, a couple of things, too, about the uh, props. I just wanted to mention with Tara Vine, and I didn't get this in earlier. But yeah, he's gone over uh, his shots on goal prop in four straight. Svechnikov, I think, like I said, over two and a half is a good look. Uh, so there's some good uh, player prop options for sure, uh, for uh, especially on the Carolina side uh, in that game against uh, Washington. All right, the remaining games are all late. Late night games tonight, starting with Philadelphia, Vancouver, Canucks minus 120 home favorites, six and a half the total in this game for the sake of, you know, moving the show along. You know what we've been doing with Vancouver games. I'm not even going to say anything more. We're on over six and a half. Alex, what do you think here? Flyers, Canucks. First period over two and even money for a Vancouver team that's cashed eight straight first period overs and 15 of the last 17. So so keep it simple. Uh, First period over Flyers, Canucks. Want no part of the side. I don't no, want Vancouver, no. and uh, <laughs> I'm not jumping on Philly after they look like complete ass against the Seattle Kraken uh, yep. the other night. And so I could see them losing tonight if Vancouver. Vancouver's working hard and playing hard. They're just not getting results right now, and because they still suck defensively, and they're not getting enough saves, and that's the issue that continues to plague them. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? Flyers, Canuck. Yeah, I'm just. I just have one prop I'm playing is uh, Pedersen under 3.5 shots. Uh, eight of his last ten, he's he's been under that. Uh, the price you pay is, is minus 143, but I think uh, I think overall it's worth it. That's uh, it's a tough tough number to hit every night, and uh, hasn't been doing it lately. So that's that's what I'm playing. I love that Kevin looks at under props and no props. Not many people do, but he's he's, he's he yeah. always has some unders on his card, uh, under shots, not to get a point, not to get a goal. Uh, that's always a good. Uh, to see that every now and then it's a reminder that hey you can bet some unders uh even though i often refuse to do that uh but uh, nevertheless um let me just see here a couple of am i missing anything in terms of props here in this game i'm just checking here uh, anything we need to be aware of here philly vancouver yeah actually jt miller's gone over two and a half shots on goal and four straight i think that might be something to consider and look he looks like he's taken on an added leadership role too since Tockett got here like i'm going to try to do more to help this hockey team so over two and a half shots with jt miller for Vancouver might be a good look here uh, in this game. Yeah, as that's, far that's as one I was uh, taking a close look at as well. I, I noticed that he's had a little bump here the last last few games. It looks like he's doing a little more, so that was definitely uh, definitely something to consider for sure. Yeah, and he's gotten a point in eight of the last ten for the uh, Vancouver Canucks. And Connor Garland, I think to score a goal, uh, uh, something along those lines, or get a point tonight is worth a look. Remember, 
Rick Tockett had Connor Garland in Arizona. Uh, Garland's only plus 120 to get a point tonight, plus 300, plus 330 to get a goal. I mean, I think both of those are worth a look right there. Connor Garland as well for the uh, Vancouver Canucks uh, in this one as far as props go. All right, next up, New York Rangers, Calgary Flames. Calgary minus 140, home favorites, uh, six and a half being the uh, total uh, in this game. I do want to mention, by the way, the goalies there. We don't have confirmations in that Flyers-Canucks game as of yet. Uh, Colin Delia and Carter Hart, though, are projected to be the starting goalies as of uh, right now, but no confirmations. Uh, This game, give me the Rangers. I'm done with this Calgary team at the moment. I'm done waiting for them to be consistent. I'm done waiting for them to get their shit together. The vultures are circling. The rumblings of this team crumbling at the moment are circling. And the last time we thought Calgary's in a great spot here, catching a team off a huge win against the Edmonton Oilers was Detroit earlier this week, and Detroit beat Calgary, beat them down. Five to two. Same thing. They got another opponent strolling into the Saddle Dome, second of back to back, off a, a win against Edmonton, just like Detroit was. And here's Calgary again, a chance they should, they're in the better spot, but the better spot didn't matter against Detroit. Uh, so, you know, here in this one, I mean, for me, it's Rangers plus 120. You have to take this price with the way they're playing right now. The back-to-back doesn't concern me. Yaro Halak being in net doesn't concern me. He's actually played pretty solid lately for the uh, Rangers. That being said, I do think Calgary scores a few tonight, and I certainly think the Rangers can score tonight against what we assume will be Jacob Markstrom back in net. Yeah, it is Mark. I knew for a, I knew the minute Daryl Sutter said that ridiculous comment the other day that he certainly didn't give us a chance to win now, did he, about Vladar? There's no way he's starting Vladar again Saturday night. He'd go back to the reeling Jacob Markstrom. So uh, definitely, I think when you look at this spot, uh, it is definitely a flame spot, but it's been a flame spot against Detroit. It was a flame spot many other times where they shit the bed and couldn't find a way to get the job done. So Rangers at this price, they're too good. Their offense is rolling right now. Plus one, if it loses, so be it. But we're betting a red hot team at a great price against a team that spit the bit lately. So uh, New York Rangers plus 120 and over. I like over two uh, as well, over six and a half. I think we will see goals. How do you not bet overs with the Rangers? They've gone over the total every game since the all-star break. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Rangers, Flames. Yeah, eight no for Halak in his last eight starts. Good call, yeah. Grinch. Alex, what do you yeah. think? So I, I did sprinkle a little bit on Rangers because this had gone down, uh, or was saw, yeah, saw this price adjust to plus one twenty. So I grabbed a little bit of that, but I like the draw a tad bit more here at uh, plus three sixty. Obviously, we saw Rangers uh, come back in, in that dramatic win in the shootout against Edmonton last night, and like you said, with Calgary, we knew it was going to be Markstrom. Did that based on uh, Saunders' comments with Vladar. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, if the theory that we talked about is proven true. If, if Markstrom comes out here and has one of his bad games, gives up a goal or two early, or the, you know, they, they, they battle back and forth. And let's say the Rangers win this game six to six to four, and it's because of some soft, you know, uh, five soft goals that go by Markstrom. Is he going to rip him, or is he going to, you know, like I said, kind of keep the kid gloves on, and, and he's trying to, you know, make sure that he doesn't just completely ruin his psyche. So I'm really curious to see how Markson plays and how Sutter's response at the end of the game. This is what I'll be staying up a little late for uh, watching the presser because I want to see how Sutter responds if Markson has a bad game in this one. So I like Rangers. Love the, the draw. Like the Rangers, but like the draw at a great price even more. And again, these games a lot more now going to overtime. So it's worth a shot, I think, at this time of year with the regular season winding down to look at some draw wagers if it makes sense uh beachy uh what do you think here rangers flames 
Yeah, I had a tough time picking a winner in this. Uh, love the way the Rangers are playing. Um, they're coming in the back-to-back. Flames have not been playing well, but do you, do you get any kind of bounce-back factor out of them? Um, however, I, as you mentioned, Ian, I do like the Flames to score some goals. Um, I could see them getting a good start, but then the, the Rangers kind of clawing their way back into this game. Um, I like the over as well. I, I, I pulled it to six, over six, uh, and my option included overtime as well, so that uh, I, I could see it being a 3-3 game easily kind of going into that overtime. Uh, I do have to pay minus 150 on that, but I I, I do in, in general like to see uh, I see some goals coming in this game. Uh, the two props I have is uh, Tyler Toffoli over 2.5. Um, he seems I to like be pretty it. pretty steady, like pretty steady usage. Uh, nine of his last ten, he's he's hit that number. Um, I took a glance at Huberdo just to see if there'd be any kind of boost from him with uh, you know kind of happen with with Walsh's comments and, and the tweet he made. But he just does not. Bad. That's not bad. You're right. That was his agent saying, you know, poking the poking the flames there for after the loss the other night. You know, uh, negativity, too much negativity, and uh, uh, you know the players are not enjoying the environment. So maybe that gets Huberto going. It's not a bad angle to consider. But just, I, I just couldn't do it with him. You know, like he just did not <laughs> looked at his shots. Just does not shoot the puck at all. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, so I looked at it. It wasn't wasn't valuable enough to me. So I got that to fully over two point five, and then uh, Michael Backlund has been playing some pretty good hockey too. Yep. Um, I got him on the over two point five as well. I like that. I like uh, Kadri last, in the game too. Kadri's trending yeah. over lately. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nice, nice. So those are my two two props, and then I like to see some goals. So I got over six. I, I totally agree with all those flame shot props. I was looking at all three, Kadri and the, the two you mentioned to Foley and uh, uh, and. Uh, Backland. Backland. Yeah, yeah, Backland. Yeah, definitely. Uh, good options there, I think. All three of them with the I was, shots. I was going. putting it together on, on Betting Jim. You can go Rangers over five and a half. And it's, it's the irony because we always stress about going with the regulation draw, but you can actually add in the yes prop to your parlay, which obviously will change the price a little bit if you were able to, to, to like three way draw on a same game parlay. But nevertheless, you can put overtime, yes. Uh, Rangers win and over five and a half, 11 to one at Benham Gym for that same game parlay. So I might take a small shot with that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely uh, good uh, prop looks there uh, in uh, this game. And the Rangers, you could go so many different ways. Oh, so many different ways. But Fox assist, um, I cashed with that last night against Edmonton. Uh, that's good. Crider's on a point streak, but you got to just put it in an SGP because it's obviously expensive to bet single. Uh, and of course, there's uh, a bunch of others too. Let me just bring up the uh, list here. Yeah, Dubé to get a point. Any Dubé props, goal point, I like that as well. Uh, Dubé's been excellent. Dubé's been carrying them lately offensively. He's done everything in his power to get Calgary going. Uh, so I like uh, props involving uh, him. Uh, let me see. I think there's a few more on the uh, Rangers side too that I was uh, considering here. Let me just uh, bring up the uh, numbers quickly here. Um, all right, here we go. Rangers. There we go. Um, Hedl point. Seven of the last ten. Um, Zabanajad's been uh, getting points uh, of late. So you know you could do a nice little Zabanajad because there's, these guys are expensive to get a, to score, to bet on their own to get a point. So Zabanajad, Kreider, uh, Panarin, it, put them all in like a nice little same game parlay, and all of a sudden you'll get a nice price out of that. So uh, definitely look in that direction, possibly in the game tonight with uh, Rangers Flames. All right, Arizona Coyotes, Los Angeles Kings, Kings minus two forty. 
uh, home favorite, six and a half the total uh, in this one. Uh, back to back for the uh, Kings uh, off the uh, win against Anaheim uh, last night over the Ducks. Now back home taking on Arizona. Rest advantage, big rest advantage for Arizona uh, off since uh, Wednesday. Uh, when they shocked Tampa Bay in a shootout, thanks to Connor Ingram, who was absolutely outstanding in that game, despite the fact the Coyotes got outplayed. Um, it could be a little tricky spot here for uh, L.A. And keep in mind, Arizona beat L.A. 2-1 to one in a shootout last time they played. And then before that here in L.A., it was 5-3 for the uh, Kings. I don't know if I want to step in front of L.A., but it's definitely a tricky spot. This is one of those can't lay 240 with L.A. in this spot. If you've got the gumption to think of an Arizona and or draw look, you could. That did go to over, did go to a shootout the last time they played. I think this is a tricky spot though for LA. If there's ever going to be a game where LA is kind of, you know, going through the motions, this is it. Off wins against Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Anaheim last night. That was a rough game, you know, physically, you know, almost a goalie fight. And now you're playing a back to back. Uh, they have uh, Minnesota and a road trip after this on deck. I could see Arizona hanging around. Uh, and look, Arizona's still playing hard, even though Chikrin's going to be moved uh, any day now. Uh, there's still obviously Gostas is out on the blue line, but Bukestad, Schmaltz, Keller's been amazing if you're going to go props on Arizona. And how do you not bet Kempe to score a goal again? I'll be on Kempe to score again tonight. He's just every game now finding the back of the net. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Alex? Arizona, LA. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for a first period over in game. This is I'm seeing a dollar fifty, dollar fifty five. I want this to drop down to at least a dollar twenty. I think we can get a, enough enough dead time in the first few minutes to to be able to grab that. And I think the King second night of a back to back, and it'll be interesting to see what they're doing. Uh, I haven't seen the, the goalie confirmation yet. Of course, Phoenix Copley played the first half uh, of that game last night. Of course, ends up getting the match penalty. Jonathan Quick comes in, looks sharp. Uh, you know, it uh, did give up, uh, you know, a, a couple of a tough goals, but like I said, he, I don't think those, those were his fault. So, uh, you know, the Kings got everything rolling right now. I, I definitely think we're going to see some goals here. Like I said, uh, enough to where we can wait and grab some better prices in game. So maybe even look at a, a, a full over, uh, in game two, if we get that five and a half drop down and maybe, uh, lay a little less too. Yeah. I would assume Jonathan quick. I definitely would. Vimelka has been confirmed already for the Coyotes. If it is quick, and I'd assume that on a back-to-back, -back, this is the spot you got to play him. You need to rest Copley. You can't run him into the ground. Uh, I would look at an Arizona team total over two and a half if it's uh, quick. I mean, they just got to get three goals, and quick's given up three goals or more a lot <laughs> this season, especially of late. So the Arizona team total is interesting and certainly would be more interested in the full game over as well if it's John Quick for the uh, Kings, as we kind of expect it will. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? Coyotes King. Yeah, the uh, Coyotes somehow have been uh, playing some good hockey lately, even uh, with with guys being pulled out of the lineup for the trade or guys being injured. Uh, they've definitely been playing hard. Um, so I'm I'm staying away from uh, a wins or loss total on, on either side here. Uh, Coyotes have been giving up a lot of shots lately, though. So I'm looking at Kempa over 3.5. Uh, that actually is paying plus money. And five of his last 10, he has hit it. Um, and then with it being how many shots the Coyotes give up, uh, I, I like him to hit that. The last three games, he has hit it as well. So he's been he's been hot and really firing the puck. And with how much he's scoring lately, I think that's going to increase his, uh, his odds to want to keep firing that puck. So he definitely feels good right now. Um, and then I like to jump on that Kempa goal as well. So I'm... Uh, Two prop bets on Kempa, and that's uh, that's it for me to stay away from the, the wins or losses on your team on this one. 
Uh, all right, good stuff indeed. Kevin Fialo over shots I like. Uh, for the Kings, I like Kempe to score a goal. Uh, those are definitely some of the props I like. And like I say, I'm interested in the over and possibly even Arizona team total over two and a half if it's John Jonathan Quick and net. All right, I do next like up. that. I do like that Arizona over uh totally yep. going with there. Um even even last night Quick pulled out the win, but yeah, he gave up gave up two on ten shots. Yeah. So he's uh not not very trustable right now. Um so I do I do like that angle there. That's a that's a good find there. All right, and it's only two and a half. That's what I like about it. When you take these dogs, often their team total, uh, it's only two and a half. All right, Detroit Red Wings, Seattle Kraken, Seattle minus 180, home favorite, six and a half the total. Detroit sweeping, getting the brooms out. Sweep, hard, real hard, like they say in curling. Sweep. Detroit sweeping Western Canada. Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, winning all three games. This is the end of the trip. So do you, th do you think let down? But I've seen teams finish off these trips and sweep them all. You know, and it's, I know Seattle bounced back. It was a great game by Seattle. I couldn't believe how they just bombed Philadelphia like that, coming back home off that road trip. But they did give them credit. But Red Wings are playing too nicely right now to not take plus 150 with them at the moment. So I'm on the Red Wings here, plus 150. Even though this is tricky, this is the end of the road trip. They're, I'm sure they're excited to get back home. No question about that. Could they stink up the joint? Yeah, possibly. But they're really playing well. They've won five in a row. Uh, the Red Wings, uh, Dylan Larkin's a man possessed right now. I think any kind of props you look at with the uh, Detroit Red Wings, you've got to look at Larkin. Uh, he's been just a machine uh, of late for the uh, Detroit Red Wings, scoring goals uh, in bunches uh, for this team uh, left and right uh, with a little thanks. And Robbie Fabry, he's starting to heat up for the uh, Detroit Red Wings as well. I think those are great goal props tonight uh, in this game, great prop uh, player props in general. Uh, here tonight for this matchup. As far as goaltending goes, uh, we expect uh, Billy Huso, although not confirmed yet uh, for this game for the uh, Red Wings. Grubauer has been the guy they've been rolling with lately. Martin Jones has kind of, you know, declined and regressed as we expected. And uh, I think Dave Axtell is realizing Grubauer is starting to get his game back and we're going to rock with him now as our number one moving forward. So, yeah, this is just a Detroit team that's playing just too well uh, right now. Kubalik came to life in the last game, so... Maybe with uh, Raymond still out, you go back to the well with Dom Kubalik. He had a great game uh, against Calgary uh, the other night. Seattle, I mean, if you're going to bet props with them, Tolvanen, uh, you know, is obviously worth a look. McCann's actually started to get things going. Beneers finally got back on the score sheet, starting to get into the groove again. So uh, I definitely like Detroit here. I'd probably have to lean over six and a half simply because Detroit, during this, this win streak, they've been scoring goals and their games have been going over the total. Uh, so I would lean with the over six and a half here. And uh, uh, yeah, Detroit's trending very heavily to the over. So yeah, definitely if I'm playing the total, I'm looking over six and a half. Alex, what do you think here? Red Wings crack. Yes, yeah, another uh, West Coast game. I'm going to be looking for the live over to drop down to five and a half. Uh, this one, I don't want to wait for plus money. I'll, I'll lay a dollar twenty or a dollar twenty-five, but I want to get the better number in this game. Like I said, with the end of the road trip, I definitely can see this one being a, a back and forth kind of a tr uh, track meet affair. Maybe not so much early, so I think that we, we can uh, get that value secured. And uh, like I said, that's been kind of the, the mantra, you know, draw season. But last night I also did really well with those late games, uh, hitting the, the live next to score props. So that's something I'll definitely be doing, of course, watching that uh, ABC game. I'll be watching these late games and looking for more live action, uh, in-game action uh, after that one ends. No doubt. All right, uh, what do you think here on this one, Kevin? Red Wings cracking. Yeah, you read my mind. Dylan Larkin has been a machine lately. Uh, so I'm just playing simply that over 2.5 shots. Uh, yep. Eight of the last 10, he's he's hit it, and he's been hitting it pretty yep. easily. So 
Um, just that's that's the most value I see right there, and that's that's the one I'm going to play on it. I love it. Yeah, the shots, anything Dylan Larkin, shots on goal over, goal score prop, point prop, anything. Anything Dylan Larkin. He's been uh, uh, cooking with gas lately for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. All right, Buffalo Sabres, San Jose Sharks, Buffalo minus 125, road favorites, seven the uh, total at most books, but there are still a couple six and a halfs. If you can find the six and a half, I, I did play over six and a half, but as always, this could be the Alex approach. Wait for a better to- total, better number, better price in game live. Uh, you could do that as well, but I did bet over six and a half with minus 140. Again, it's seven at most books. Uh, so you could either find the six and a half or wait till in game. I like Buffalo here. Cheap price. Uh, maybe they got back on track. Buffalo showed you they could beat a bad team when they beat Anaheim. And uh, they've got, to me, this is just a cheap price. If you match up Buffalo versus San Jose, Buffalo's got a lot more uh, to work with. Uh, do they have their bad games? Yes. But keep in mind, a lot of the losses for the Sabres were against some better competition than what they're going to face uh, here against the uh, San Jose Sharks. So I do like the Sabres here, minus 125, as well as over six and a half. You could look and wait in game. If you like props, I always say Meyer and Carlson until they get traded over shots or points or goals are worth a look. Barabanov is really undervalued still for San Jose. He scored the other night. And for Buffalo, Dylan Cousins, anything with him, point or goal prop. Shots on goal. Alex Tuck, we've been on over two and a half with him every single game. We're back to that. Darlene, I like his goal, uh, shots on goal over. He's been going over repeatedly from the blue line, and he's been getting the job done and shooting the puck a lot. So uh, those are two excellent goal pro- uh, shots on goal props right there, uh, in my opinion. Uh, Tuck and uh, Darlene on the Buffalo side. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Sabres and Sharks. It pains me to have to lay a price with Buffalo at San Jose when for years and years we've been cashing gigantic dog prices in yes. this particular matchup. And so it's just and like I look, I'm looking back at the when, when I saw this game up uh, last night, I was looking through like the historical stuff and just like kind of just sitting there and just shaking my head, like, oh, those were the days of, of cashing Buffalo plus 395 or, or 420 uh, against better San Jose uh, competition. But obviously, Things change over time, and and here we have a, a a you know decent Buffalo team against a really bad San Jose team. Just can't figure out the things, get out of their own way. So I would lay with lead with laying the dollar twenty five of Buffalo, but I'm more than likely going to be looking like I said first period and full game, trying to get the, a better number adjusted in game. I definitely think we could see these numbers drop from uh, that seven. If you see it six and a half, I think that's probably more prevalent uh, everywhere. But wait for that to drop, obviously to. Uh, a six at least, but uh, certainly if you get a six and a half, that should just be right over to a five and a half. Same thing with the twos, that should drop down quickly to one and a half. And with that one and a half, I probably would wait to lay maybe a dollar forty. Uh, certainly not not trying to get greedy with the plus price, just want to get the better number of that one. So definitely could see this one being high scoring uh, throughout. More likely we'll be looking at those overs, but a definitely heavy lead to Buffalo. Uh, if that number were to come down to a dollar twenty, dollar fifteen, I probably wouldn't have one Buffalo money on it. All right, and we don't have goalie confirmations. Keep in mind, they've got three goalies on the team on this road trip right now, Buffalo. Craig Anderson, UPL, and Eric Comrie, who got the start uh, in the last game against Anaheim. So it's anybody's could guess. We, could we right possibly now. see an Aaron Dell revenge sighting for the, for the Sharks? Yeah, awesome. maybe. <laughs> No, you're, it, there's no revenge when you're not very good. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, and that's Aaron Dell uh, right now for San Jose. But they might put him in there just because, you know, Buffalo you, used to be with them. And maybe uh, David Quinn plays a hunch and puts uh, we, Aaron we get Dell, a Dell, a Dell versus Comrie signing. Yeah, this is this is screamed yeah. over. 
Yeah, definitely. And Comrie in his first start back looked a little rusty. He didn't face a ton of shots. He still gave up three goals to Anaheim uh, the other night. What do you think here, Kevin? Saber Sharks. Yeah, this is another one I'm just looking at. One one prop that I like the most to play. Uh, Dallin, as you mentioned, over 2.5 shots. Uh, it's plus money right now for me, one, 105. And six of the last 10, he's, he's hit that. So um, when he's when he's hitting it more often than not, and you give me plus money, uh, that's something I'm, I'm going to play. And he's uh, he's fired five five on that of each of the last two games. So he's been peppering a little more as of late. Um, and for me, that's that's the one I'm going to take. I think you mean over three and a half at a plus price, right? Is it three and a half? Or is it actually two and a half at a plus price for you? I think I had a 2.5. Really? Uh, at a plus price? I can double check that for you. Wow. I'd love to know what book had that. Holy shit. That is uh whew, that is a great price on his prop. If it was two and a half at a plus price. Uh but uh yeah. Um let me just yeah, it is two and a half at a plus price. I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah. It, you're, you're right. hundred percent. Yeah, over two and yeah. a half. Uh with the uh, plus I'm thinking of Tuck. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Darlene okay. is two and a half plus price everywhere. Yeah. Got it mixed up with Tuck. Tuck is still a good price here, minus one thirty five, minus one forty. Uh, for his uh, over two and a half. So, uh, and he's been shooting the puck a shit ton lately as well for the uh, Buffalo Sabres, no doubt about that. All right, final game of the night. And this is uh, a great late night game uh, to uh, whet our appetite here. Tampa Bay Lightning, Vegas Golden Knights, uh, Tampa Bay minus 125 road favorites, six the total. Uh, Lightning coming off that one nothing loss against Arizona where they really didn't play that bad. I mean, they were all over Arizona. But like I say, people will say, oh, you know, you bet, Arizona that night because you said they'd be flat. Well, they weren't flat. They outshot Arizona heavily. I'm not saying flat in terms of effort necessarily, flat in terms of execution. Sometimes when you're playing these bad teams, you think you can just, you know, score goals easily and you're trying to be too cute with your finish. And that's what happened with Tampa uh, that night. I think now playing Vegas off a loss, you'll get a good uh, performance from them. Uh, this is a tough game. I mean, I don't really love ever betting against Tampa Bay off a loss. But they're laying a price on the road. I've mentioned other road performances this year. They're right around 500 on the road. Vegas is playing good hockey. Not their best game against San Jose. Far from their best game, but they found a way to win. And that's all that matters. And that's what the Golden Knights are doing. Their defensive game has looked great. Aiden Hill's been solid in net with Logan Thompson uh, injured. Uh, it'll probably be Hill and Vasilevsky, you would assume, in net here uh, in this game. Vasilevsky, though, has been really good. Uh, and the reason why they beat Dallas and Colorado the first two games of this road trip. So really tough game, side and total. It's one of those games where it could go over, it could stay under. Tampa could win, Vegas could win. I'd stick more to props. Victor Hedman over shots on goal, uh, a prop I like here in this game for the uh, Lightning. He's been trending that way uh, lately uh, for them. Uh, what else here have we got in terms of the uh, shots? Mark? Jack Eichel props, you know, he's starting to pick up his production again uh, ever since he uh, ran into our guy uh, Alex B. Smith in Minnesota uh, last week so uh, again that's brought him good vibes good juju if you will uh, since uh, that happened so keep an eye on that and there's a couple other here that I'm just looking at here for uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Vegas Alex you go ahead talk about this game and I'll get to it in a second what do you think here Alex Lightning yeah Golden you, Knights. You, you mentioned about how you know this this could go either way really with the sides and Usually that kind of screams to me the draw, but especially with these two teams, like I said, they're playing more, you know, sound defense. Vasilevsky has been on fire. We know when he gets rock and rolling, it's hard to get, a, you know, that many past him. But Aiden Hill has held his own, obviously, uh, filling in for Logan Thompson. He's been, you know, solid in the backup role. 
And I, I don't think he's at that point yet where we have to start worrying about his minutes and how many starts he gets. That, that I think that will come in due time. But I think this will be close enough where this will be a smaller draw. It's not one of my, my favorite draws on the board, but I definitely would take a shot here, plus 335, uh, with this one to go past regulation. Yeah, oh, a couple from the Detroit-Seattle game. I'm just seeing see how they got so many million screens up. I didn't get to this in the Detroit-Seattle game, but Tolvin and overshots, Cider uh, overshots, and Bertuzzi overshots have been trending lately over. So there's a couple more to consider in that game with uh, Detroit and Seattle. But, yeah, the draw, I think the draw, I, th I might even put a couple bucks on the draw. This feels like 2-2, two, 3-3 two, three, three after regulation. I think it is going to be a pretty – uh, close, competitive, uh, pretty hard-fought, and pretty good hockey game. Looking forward to it. Uh, Kevin, what do you think here? Final game, Tampa Bay-Vegas. Yeah, I was just looking at uh, Lightning Moneyline. Uh, I know you do have to pay a little bit. I think – I know the the Knights have won a couple games here um, after kind of slumping a little bit, so they've kind of maybe refound their game. Actually, they're all, they've won four. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is just the, the better team overall here. Uh, I think overall the last – the last few weeks, I think Tampa Bay has been playing better. And I just look for a bounce back from the Stars after kind of getting shut out from Arizona. Uh, they peppered 47 against Arizona. They're hitting posts. They're all over that net. I think, uh, you know, I think they're going to get a good start to this game. And their Stars are going to come through here and, and, uh, and put some goals past, uh, past the night. So I'm just looking at kind of a, almost like a revenge game for the Lightning. Just after getting shut out, after having 47 shots, I just look for that that bounce back factor that we've seen from them over the last few years so often. Uh, that's what I'm kind of going to the well with here. All right, like in Tampa Bay is Kevin in this one. Tampa Bay minus 125. And yeah, sometimes when you have 40-plus shots and you get shut out one game, the floodgates open the next. I've seen that happen before. Uh, and uh, we'll see if the uh, Lightning uh, bounce back and get the uh, offense back on track tonight against Vegas in a very good late night game. All right, that's the Saturday card. Over 300 live viewers. We can't appreciate enough how much we appreciate that. Hit the like button. Express enough how much we appreciate that. Hit the like button. Uh, we appreciate it very much. And shout out to our podcast listeners. We will be back to wrap up this mammoth edition of the Ice Guys show with best bets right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, our good friends at Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, courtesy of the Ice Guys. Get 20% off of any purchase and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ice guys that's promo code ice guys all one word i-c-e-g-u-y-s at manscaped.com if my math is correct that's about 400 million balls that you can help preserve with manscaped.com using the promo code ice guys you get the performance package 4.0 it is a game changer the lawnmower 4.0 it takes care of this among other things uh, it'll keep you uh, trim uh, as can be uh, the Lawnmower 4.0, waterproof. Same thing with the Weed Whacker, which takes care of your ear hair, nose hair. I mean, nose hair in particular. You know, I'm getting up there in age, and nose hair is becoming uh, definitely more of an issue. This will take care of it. It feels like someone's tickling the inside of your nostrils sometimes. It pisses the hell out of me. It bothers me. I need to take care of that shit. This will take care of it for you. The Weed Whacker. Uh, make uh, part of the package that you get with 
your Manscaped purchase and the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. You also get the ball toner. You also get the ball deodorant, keep you uh, smelling good and looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions. This package is really going to make you feel good and and look good and look better. Slim, trim, that's what it's all about. And manscaped.com can help you out with that. So make sure you take advantage of this. Manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we're back here on the ice, guys, and ready to wrap with best bets for this Saturday edition of the show. Alex, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet? You know what? Because it's such a big card, I'm giving y'all two. Two for the price of none. Uh, we're going to go with both draws. We're going to go with the Washington Capitals and the Carolina Hurricanes. Of course, the stadium series outdoor game will be tonight on ABC. We're going with draw, regulation draw, over 360. And we're also going with the late game, the New York Rangers and the Calgary Flames. Uh, with that, I'm oh, sorry, no, pardon me, scratch that. That would be the, uh, Columbus and Dallas is the, the, the second uh, best bet. We're going Columbus Blue Jackets, Dallas Stars, that's over 395 with Dallas cashing in in six of eight uh, games going past regulation back-to-back. We've seen that saw it last night with a uh, crazy game against the Wild. Definitely think this could be a, one of those kind of tough spots where Columbus jumps out early, but Dallas comes back late, forces OT. So let's go CBJ and the Stars, and let's go uh, caps and canes both draws both best bets for this big saturday card wow i love it two big draw bets north of plus 300 what's that, that that's almost plus 400 on that columbus dallas one it is yeah 395 uh, is what i got and 360 for the other yeah. so. there you go let's get some overtime baby washington yeah. <laughs> carolina columbus dallas two draw draws for alex p smith yep draw season is here for we gotta get the hashtags uh, going draw season draw sdcn or something like that might maybe get a t-shirt yeah. going too there we go draw season is here <laughs> yep i like it uh kevin beach great job killed it again great analysis great on the props especially kevin what do you like for best bet here best bet give me the machine dylan larkin right now over 2.5 minus 134 Eight of the last 10 games, he's hit this, and uh, he's just carrying that team uh, every way right now. But uh, he's absolutely just firing the puck on that. Um, so give me Dylan Larkin as my best bet over 2.5. There you go. That's Dylan Larkin over two and a half shots on goal for the Detroit Red Wings. Best bet for Kevin Beach. And my best bet uh, for this Saturday card, man, this is a, this is a big card to choose from. I got to admit, it's uh, not the easiest to uh, choose a best bet on a card like this, but I'm going to go with the um, Buffalo Sabres minus 120 against San Jose. I think it's a cheap price. Sabres got well against Anaheim. They needed a win in the worst way. I think that gets everybody feeling good again. Uh, and again, cheap price. And uh, it's been a good run for Buffalo playing in San Jose over the years. Sabres minus 120 over the Sharks for my best bet. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. What a huge show. We hope you enjoy the Saturday card. It's a massive one. Uh, we appreciate everyone joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, 
Download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. Check out patreon.com slash iceguys, just $10 a month. Our bonus video content uh, is there. Uh, daily goalie charts, totals charts, power ratings, Ice Guys betting card, all that and more. Patreon.com slash iceguys, just $10 a month. And our betcast, our next one is Tuesday night. February 21st, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Our next Ice Guys BetCast. It's a huge Tuesday slate. Join us. DM me or email bobano350 at gmail.com if you want to join us on the BetCast Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. We're looking forward to it. Uh, Always fun. Make sure you have your fridges stocked as always because we do some drinking uh, on the BetCast. And uh, it always makes it uh, more fun and enjoyable. Great stuff from Alex B. Smith and from Kevin Beach. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Have a, enjoy the games and good luck. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Sunday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. Mm-hmm.